Hey yo, I'm Katie. And it's your favorite co-host, Corey, and this is the Press Next Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. We are so excited that you have decided to listen to us for another week, and we mm, are mm, mm, mm. back at it, back at it again. Religiously, you know what I'm saying? We're back on our schedule, even when people about to travel and, you know, because hey. Katie finna leave me. You know, <laughs> I got places to be. She going to Vegas without me, y'all. Without me. Yeah, shout out up. to, shout out to Katie Seiferman, Seif. Yeah, shout K out to Casey uh getting Uncle married. Sam. So Sam Dunn. Yeah, Uncle Sam. Put your chest out, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> go ahead, put your chest out for Sam, Katie. You gotta go like this. This is how you boom. There you go. Uh for those shout who out are, to them, are though. listening and not viewing, we are doing our Sam pose. And you know, you gotta puff the chest out a little bit. Mm -hmm. you know? Like a peacock. Yeah, uh those are our friends. Um uh, well, my friends through my wife um and yeah so it's interesting that we talk about friends because this episode will be about friendship yes what a, what a wonderful way to start in a wonderful segue oh I'm my gosh <laughs> but shout out to them who are getting married this weekend in vegas so we are going down there a couple of days early to do the bachelorette party before mm. and then the wedding on saturday so it's gonna be a good time really looking forward to it um, but yeah, so let's talk about friends. Are y'all going to have strippers? Um, not that I'm aware of, because I did request that if we had a stripper, it would only be Danny DeVito. Oh, I was finna pull up. Like, I'm no, I can Which pull up Danny was, DeVito. <laughs> um, speaking of friends, Danny DeVito was a stripper <laughs> on a Friends episode. Mm, indeed. See, look, we going deep right now. Before we get into all of that. Uh, we want to thank everybody who listened last episode, or if you have listened before, we appreciate it. If you are brand new to the show, welcome to Press Next Podcast. We love you. Stay here. Listen to the whole thing. Uh, drop us a, a rating or a ranking. Leave us a review. Um, but also, go back and listen to some of our old episodes. So, the premise of our show is pretty much we talk about TV shows, documentaries, and movies um, mm -hmm. and their real-life applications. And so, if you would like to be on the show... Because we do invite guests on and be regular folk like you and I. <laughs> Just go on to our, um, our IG or anywhere where you can find our links or our Twitter or TikTok, whatever. It was specifically in our IG bio. There's a link. Click on that link. It'll put kind of a link tree out there. And there's a form that says guest request. Mm -hmm. Fill out that form. Katie and I will be in contact with you and we'll get you on the show. Promise you. Uh, so that you can share your experience and your thoughts uh, with not only us, but everybody else who listens. So... Without further ado, we're going to jump into the show. And of course, if you are watching, you will be able to see that Katie is wearing a Friends shirt. Yeah. Okay. And I do not have apparel of some of my favorite Friends shows because I am much more of a living single type of guy. Okay. So if, if you didn't know, that's, that's the theme of today's show. We're going to talk about friends and friendships. But... What other, are there any other friend shows that you like? So yes, you, your I was favorite show is Friends. I was going to say, let's break down our favorite Friends group TV yes. shows. Yes. So 
top tier. Me is going to be Friends. Obviously, I love that show. My bridal shower was Friends themed. Um, everything I do with my friends, I feel like, is Friends themed. My life is one big Friends quote. Um, uh, what else? So that's how you gonna mo- say about friends. I'm about to say <laughs> right. Well, uh, moving on into my second favorite friends group show okay. is going to be something that is much similar to Friends, um, but replace the coffee shop with a bar, and you have Cheers. how i met Met your mother so i also love how i met your mother um big fan big big fan i will watch reruns of that all the time i was very disappointed by the last season as i think any how i met your mother fan is um i didn't like the way it ended Mm. i don't Mm -mm. i didn't like the way it ended um something that's not quite like a sitcom i guess but it's still revolved around friends groups is uh gray's anatomy love gray's anatomy but that's taking it into a different yeah we're going to a little yeah a little little different those are like um well i guess you can say friend group the core you know what i mean like the show show is very much a friend group but the other cast are just kind of you know dramatized relationships right um i do i do enjoy living single though Okay, yeah. So my number one friend show is Living Single. Uh, and for those we of you are living who, hey, oh, single. single. Oh, in the 90s kind of world. Anyway, listen. I'm, I'm not going to sing the whole I intro. My girls. But I put Katie on the Living Single. I don't know if I put you on. I'll put you on, right? Am yeah, I you did. tripping on that? Okay. So most people who know me know that I do not like to show friends. Okay. He I is a have, hater. It's not that I'm a hater. It's just that one, it's, I don't really like ascribe to that style of like not that style of living my point is that like there's like no black people on the show i'm not gonna say there's no black people there's a couple black people but like i never saw any kind of representation or nothing that really applied to me on that show so i don't really get into that show however the other reason why i don't like friends is because they legitimately bit that show off of living single living single had came out first and was actually piloted as drum roll please friends The show that they piloted as was Friends. I didn't know that part. Yes. I I mean, I knew that Living Single did come out first and all of that good stuff. Yes. And it's a great show. I love it. Yeah. They tested it as uh, Friends and then it apparently didn't test well. So they they thought, okay, we'll change the name and they changed it to Living Single. And the cast on Living Single was amazing. Okay. You had Queen Latifah as Khadija Mm -hmm. James. You had Kim Coles, if you know anything about Kim Coles. You had the great Erica Alexander, Kim Fields, like... Yeah, everybody. Terrence C. Carson, John Hinton. It was great. Like, it was a group of people, much like Friends. Um, So you had a group of uh, people who lived together, like two guys who lived together, and they were all kind of, uh, they they all did different things, right? You had somebody who's a lawyer. Maxine uh, Shaw, attorney at law. Yeah, attorney at law, you know what I'm saying? And she's very, um, you know, in a black culture or whatever, she's very, like, proper, but she knows her thing, and she's a a shark, you know? And Mm -hmm. and her, her counterpart... Um, is is very much so the same. A very, a very, a very woke brother, if you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. You know what I mean? He's very woke, very educated, speaks well, and is into the cultural arts and everything else. Then you have like the dumb guy, but he's like the Mr. Handy of the whole place. Yeah. And so you have you have all the classic characters of what like a friend group would be. Um, and so that's probably my number one. My number two show uh, would have to probably be Martin. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then my number three show is It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, yes, we, we both love It's yeah, Always Sunny. We both sunny. love It's Always Sunny. I can watch It's Always Sunny any day of the week. I can watch it at any time. Katie can't. She she will not watch Listen. It's Always Sunny at night. <laughs> okay, I was about to say, don't throw me under the bus like that. Because it's not that I won't watch it at any time. Because I love It's Always Sunny. I'm always down to watch it. However, Corey likes watching TV before we go to bed. Puts him <laughs> to sleep, whatever. I cannot listen to Charlie Day's voice as I'm trying <laughs> to fall asleep because his voice is so high. I can't do it. I and can't it only do gets it. higher when he's like accused of doing something. Exactly. Or he's upset, so. And I can't do it. It is kind of annoying and it is. And there's a bunch of surprises in the show. So I feel like the surprises get real loud. Um, and even, um, even um, God, we were just talking about him. Even Danny DeVito sometimes gets a little annoying. Uh, um, but yeah, yeah, we love It's Always Sunny. Who's your favorite character in It's Always Sunny? Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> as, as corny as it is, I mean, I love Danny DeVito in there. Yeah, like I love Frank. Course. I love Frank. But as corny as it is, I like Dennis the most <laughs> because Dennis is Dennis is probably me in that group of people, right? Like I feel like yeah. I I gravitate to him the most. He's yeah. the smartest, but he's also like very he's he's dumb in his own right. Like they're all dumb in their own right, right? Mm -hmm. And then I love I I love Dennis, and then I love D. Like D to me is yeah. so slept on as a character in the show. And shout actually, out to Bird. Yeah, shout out to shout Bird. out to Aaron. <laughs> I love if you know anything about it's always sunny they call d a bird um and they're always like shut up bird anytime she says something stupid yeah. and so that's what i say to aaron so shout out to you yeah aaron. and these these character wasn't actually supposed to act to be what it was uh but she was like i'm not coming on the show if we're not doing that and actually oh, really? when they piloted the episode check this out and how wild this is so uh, interesting fact about it's always sunny everybody Every guy on the show, their wife is featured on the show at some point. Mm -hmm. Now, Mac and Dee are married in real life. Right. Mac is pretty much the creator of the show, which mm -hmm. is, that's hilarious, right? Like, Mac right. Is, is kind of right. a dumb person on the show, but he created the show. When he first piloted the show, well, it's all three of them. Mac, kind of, uh, Mac, Charlie Day, and uh, Dennis, you know, created the show, but Mac mm -hmm. is the brainchild. And when he, D was actually his girlfriend at the time, meaning there was another person who played D that was Mac's actual girlfriend. They broke up and then that's how the new D became D. Mm. So it wasn't always just D, but we didn't watch the, we don't watch the pilot. Like the pilot was literally on a handheld camera that came out way before the show even got picked up and it had a different name. They were going to call it, um, Oh my gosh, God, they were going to call it, but they were like, this is a stupid name. So if you can come this up with a better a name, name, yeah, they were like, if you can come up with a better name, then it's always sunny in 72 hours, then we'll change it. But they never did. So it's always sunny in Philadelphia is, is the title, but we love that I show. Think, I think Dennis is my favorite too. Um, I, I love Dennis, he's just man. So, he's just so witty. He let's is. go. Let's go through every show. Who's your favorite character in Martin? Martin? In Martin? Uh, yeah. <laughs> definitely martin like martin okay. is hilarious and then and then um pam oh yeah. time out time out time out if it's favorite like other character i gotta say uh old otis you know martin plays the old security officer a police officer he mm -hmm. hilarious but my favorite character on martin is martin uh living single my favorite character would have to be um probably regine 
because she's hilarious. Really? Yeah, she's. I think she, I think her addition to the show is really what makes the show. Because she has, she has okay. to me the most range. She can play the most different like characters. She kind of yeah. comes in, and I don't know why we didn't think about this. You know what other friend group show we love? Golden Girls. <laughs> okay. Oh my god! Yeah, I don't know. We, we watch Golden Girls every night. Of course, um, we do. Yes. So and then in Golden Girls, I would probably have to say, ooh, you pick on Golden Girls because okay. it's hard for me to pick on that. That's tough. It is Golden Girls is tough because they're also different. Um, I would say my favorite in Golden Girls is probably Dorothy, mm. just because she's so like dry, witty, and her comebacks are just quick. So, and I feel like I've been compared to Dorothy a lot. So, yeah, I she, can see that. She's my favorite. Um, in Friends, and this is controversial. Uh, my favorite is Ross. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because okay, Ross is so funny. And okay, hold on. I want to take that statement back. Oh, I know that Ross is so funny, or Ross is your favorite? No, that Ross is my favorite because Ross was my favorite for the longest time. And then when they took Friends off of Netflix and it went on to HBO Max, there was like a period where I didn't have Friends, right? And so I wasn't watching it. And then we got HBO Max and I started watching it again. And now I think my favorite is Phoebe. I can see that. Because Phoebe is so like, she's hilarious to me. She like is so funny to me. <laughs> with the people that we love, or at least with you too, I think the funniest people are the people who are not actually like, like Phoebe doesn't care. You know what I'm saying? She's just going to be herself. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, and I feel like once we pass into that threshold of like adulthood and stop really caring about what everybody else is thinking and we know we goofy, we, we right. attach ourselves to those characters even more. And maybe that's why it changed because from the first time I watched Friends up until just recently, Ross was my favorite and I would stand by that and I would defend that. But I feel like more recently, I would say probably within the last six months to a year, Phoebe has become my favorite. Right. I feel the same way with, um, with that's how my, my thing with Dennis is, right? My but Ross is still Charlie. funny, so don't come for him. <laughs> my favorite used to be Charlie, but now it's Dennis. Uh, so I don't, I don't know, but what, all right. So yeah. how I met your mother, who's your favorite? How I met your mother. My favorite is Lily. No, okay. Marshall, mm, Lily okay. and Marshall together, what? Right. but Marshall. Marshall. Well, how do you say that? Larshall, Millie, Lily. Mm. <laughs> we got to make a name. Oh, you know, they, they be doing like, um, I feel like maybe they Matt, did have a name. name. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah, I wasn't that. Um, but that. Marshall is really funny. And Lily just compliments him so well. They're just like the ultimate power couple in the show, you know? Okay. Like they were always together. Um, and they were just like that solid friend. And I say they because they were literally a couple the whole time. You know, minus some minor setbacks. But if well, you watch the show, you, you know. And for y'all, for those who are watching these shows or who love these shows, let us know what y'all favorite um, friend, like friend mm -hmm. cast show is. But let me ask you a question. Why do you think we love these shows? Like, why are these our favorite shows? Like, or let me ask you, what about these shows makes it very memorable to you or nostalgic and or you're attached to it? 
Yeah, I think that I love friend group shows so much because I have a close-knit group of friends. And oh. when I see that, I see myself. Mm. Okay, right? so you feel like you can put yourself into the role, right? Exactly. Mm. I, I feel like I feel the same. And maybe not with the newer shows because I feel like the newer show, shows, the newer shows, golly, the newer shows, thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, they're really trying to just make money and kind of get these like cheap laughs. Right. And yeah, I feel like they're not, they're not risky enough. You know, like Martin to me felt as, uh, it feels like my friend group mm -hmm. and not to say that we out here just being ridiculous or saying some off the wall stuff. Right. But we're also just being true and real and not thinking about necessarily too much of, oh, I can't say this because it's TV, right? So right. Martin and the old shows kind of felt like that. Living Single felt like that. You can say a joke and it, it'll get off or um, the, the the vibe was, it didn't feel forced, right? Like Right. And I also like watching these shows because I feel not like, not only like it's my friend group, like my group of friends are these group of friends, you know, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. But also that I could place myself into that specific group of friends and be friends with them. Right, right. I, I feel like I can do the same. And mm -hmm. and who doesn't want to, I don't know, maybe there's people who out there who want to be loners. I, I am definitely just as introverted as I am extroverted. Mm -hmm. But I would love, just like we are today, we love where we live right now in this apartment complex. That we, I, I think we have a great community. We've made a lot of friends. Mm -hmm. We'll meet mm -hmm. at the pool. We'll go out to eat. We'll chill in each other's apartment or whatever. But... I would love to be like, oh, I'm going to get off work and I know that like I'm going to go to the clubhouse and like all my friends going to be there and we're just going to be chopping it up. You know what I mean? Right. Mm -hmm. Or my friends just come knock on the door, open the door. And I'm like, hey, what y'all doing? Like I can see how annoying that would be, but also like it would be cool to feel like you're right. a part of a collective, you know? And that's how my friends were when we were in college. Like right. when I lived and when I was in college, my apartment door was never locked. My friends would come over at any time. They'd just walk in. Um, sometimes they would be there when I wasn't there. Like it was just, I love it. And I miss college because yes. that's what it is. And I feel like these friend group shows are my comfort zone. So if I don't know what I want to watch or if I don't have anything specific that I want to watch, I'm defaulting to these shows. Right. Right. Exactly. Like I, I'm, I'm in a, a funk or there's nothing new that I'm going to watch. Let me just go ahead and watch these shows. I don't have to give all mm -hmm. my energy to it. I know what's kind of going on. I've already seen it. Like mm -hmm. I can start over and then run through all 16 seasons and then start back over, run through all 16 seasons. Um, or if you do like me, I kind of run through different shows. So I'll do like living single and then I'll go to Martin and then I'll go to <laughs> real husbands of Hollywood. And then I'll go to like another one. Then I'll start back on Martin. You know right. what I mean? Like I can kind of just cycle through these, these friend group shows um, and I like that. So that being said, and understanding that it's a, it's more of a real life experience for all of us when we watch these shows and we feel like we're a part of these groups. Mm -hmm. I thought, or we thought that, Hey, this is probably the conversation we need to have, which is about friendships and like the unwritten like rules and just to talk about friendships in general, because friendships are relationships. And I think that sometimes right. we don't actually think of them as that way. Mm -hmm. Right. And relationships are work. And right. you have to put in the time and the effort in to be able to like grow them and stuff like that. So let me ask you a question. Okay. What do you define as a friendship? 
Ooh, I've never thought about that, actually. Um, I guess, and this is going off the top, um, I guess I would describe friendship as someone who is, uh, that I can depend on. Mm. Someone that I have good chemistry with that I can depend on and trust. Yeah. Okay, good chemistry, someone you can depend on, and someone you can trust. trust. Yeah, and the chemistry has to be there. Because I, and when I say friend, so let's define friend versus acquaintance, right? So yeah, I can yeah, be friendly. What, yeah, I can be friendly with anyone. I can meet somebody for the first time and chop it up with them all day and Y'all be good. I have no idea. This is how we get a lot of our I'm I'm sure 100% <laughs> of our married friends, like the friends that we get once we since we've been married are going to be because Katie initiated the friendship. <laughs> <laughs> so I can talk to anyone and I will talk to anyone and I will initiate conversation and all of that, but it has to be like I guess to go from acquaintance to friend, it's the frequency of how often I talk to them or how often I hang out with them or if I'm willing to go do other stuff with them, you know? Mm, mm, I feel that. Because with acquaintance, like, yeah, we can meet up every now and then, yada, yada, whatever. But with friendship, I, I feel like it's a, I feel like frequency is what moves it to that next level. Mm. Like, how often am I seeing you? How often am I talking to you? Do I want to continue to hang out with you, right? That's interesting. Go ahead. Because there's a lot of people that I can be friendly with, but I don't necessarily, like, care to be friends with them, you know? And it's nothing against them. It's just that the vibe we have is different, you know? Or maybe I can tell that you're a nice person, I'm just not interested in the same things that you're interested in. So there's right. not going to be a lot that we can do together. Mm. But okay. it doesn't mean I just I like that. you. It just means that I'm going to say hi to you when I see you and keep it moving. Mm. Okay. 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 I think that's interesting. You said that, especially focusing on the um, frequency frequency. I cannot talk today. The frequency aspect, because mm-hmm. I've always thought that like, I don't know if that's, and I may be wrong, and it's just a, a bad assumption on my part. But when we talk about like gender roles, I feel like that's very common amongst like women. Yeah. Is the amount of like how often more so than like bond, maybe? I don't know if it's like yes. bond is the right okay. word. But. So let me elaborate on that a little bit. Cause when I say frequency, I mean how to move from acquaintance to friendship, because once we have that friendship established, I don't need to talk to you every single day. I don't Mm. like, let's say, um, my best friend, Aubrey, the last time I saw her was probably at my wedding at our wedding, I think. And so I haven't seen her in a while. We live, very close. I haven't seen her since I moved back. She's still one of my best friends. And I talk to her maybe once a week. So it's not right. like super frequent. Right. And when I talk, it's like sending a TikTok or her sending me nah. a TikTok, you know, and it's ha ha. That, and then that is a, the you move basis on. of friendships now, right? If you right. Sending me TikTok, and so, exactly. And so I think that once that friendship is established, the frequency doesn't quite play a role as much because i feel like go ahead 
I feel like I'm a pretty low maintenance friend. Like I don't feel like you need to talk to me all the time to keep this friendship alive. You know, Mm. like once I've established that friendship with you, I am considering you a friend until there is a reason not to. Well, how do you navigate the friends though that do need that like frequency, that high frequency? You know what I mean? Yeah. Hmm. I'm asking you, like, how do you do that? Like, yeah, your, I'm thinking if on that's it. That's not your mode, you know. Like, I can, I can view how how difficult that might be, right? Um, or deep. like, yeah, I, I feel like most of my friends are pretty low maintenance, though, which is nice. Um, but with friends that do need more or want more. Then I just, you know, they have to tell me that, right? You have to have that open line of communication. And as friends, you probably do. Like, hey, I wish you reached out more. Or, hey, I wish we saw each other more. Or whatever. I feel like with friendship, that communication is open. And so you can tell me that. And then I can say, okay, now I know if I'm here, I need to see you. Or every week I need to check in on you. Or something like that, you know? Right. So I think just keeping the the lines of communication open and then as me receiving what they say, if they tell me they need something, then I need to work on that. Right? Yeah. That's a little tough, though, sometimes. Like, I feel like, especially when your um, friendships can get real murky, you know? So um, I think when you – it's hard – to be told that somebody's feeling a certain way and you are causing or maybe attributing to that feeling. Mm-hmm. I think I think for the most of us, the first thing we do is we, what? Like you're taking it wrong. You know, right. like the intent versus impact. I intended to be that way. It's still impacting you that way. Um, right. But I think, I think if you have a true friendship and you really love that person, it's genuine, you will get past that. That's a, that's mm-hmm. a knee jerk reaction is like, nah, like you just tripping. And right. then you turn around like, damn, you know, I, relationships take two people or more right. and I could be making a better effort or, or, you know, stuff like that. So yeah, friendships sure. are a doozy and I agree with you. They're a little bit different for me when it comes to, I, to me, it's like bond off the bat. Right. I think with all of my, all of my friends and who I'm really like classifying my friends when I say friends is like really my close friends and mm-hmm. If you are young and listening to this and you have a lot of friends, I promise you that will dwindle. Okay. Um, I'm glad you brought that up. So I'll let you finish your your thought and then I want to go into friendships maturing with you. Yes. So, go yeah, ahead. Yeah. If, you, if you are young and you're listening to this, um, thank you for tuning in. But also, I just, if nobody tells you this, it is normal. It will happen and it is not your fault. You're, the amount sure. of friends that you have, and I'm going to put friends in air quotes, is going to go from great to small. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning, you're going to be like, I lost my juice. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I lost my my gab- my freaking gabagoo. Right. <laughs> I, I lost it all. But I think once you mature and you understand what it is, is you actually have a, a group of friends now that are your close knit who going to ride for you, die for you, and you're going to do the same for them. And they're more important right. to you than everybody else that you had. Like over the span of time, once you get up in that age and you see that and you see your friendships kind of grow and blossom, you you kind of like, I mean, the other people weren't even actually, you know, I guess they were friends at a time, but mm-hmm. 
uh, these are people who are going to be around with me for life because we're connected right. for life and we grew together. Right. Yeah. So um, going back to friendships maturing with you, when I was in college, I feel like I had this huge group of friends, right? I was in a sorority. And so all of those people I considered friends. And then when you graduate, you go through this time, this transition time. And I, and a lot of people will refer to it as post-graduation depression, right? Because you go through college and you're like, oh, I have to go to college. I have to graduate. Then you graduate and it's like, now what? You moved. You're in a different town. Um, You may or may not be back with your family or close to your family. And you may or may not be in the same town as your friends. So for me, majority of my friends live in different cities. I have a couple of close friends that live near me. And then I have people that live off, right? So... That's kind of hard to accept because it, it just growing up is hard because you're not around your friends as much. Yeah. And so you have to put more work into those relationships. But I also think that for me anyways, my friendships have become less. Work. Uh, yeah, like they haven't become, yeah. I mean, they're not high maintenance relationships because we are all in our careers. We are all. Um, doing things, might have kids, like right. We're working. We're we're doing our own thing. We're married. We're you know, and this isn't all my friends. Obviously, we're all in different stages of our lives, but that plays into it too, right? So, mm-hmm. if I'm married with children, I probably don't have as much time to hang out or to just go grab dinner one night, right? Because I have a child at home to take right. care of. All of those different things, and my friends that are listening. I hope you <laughs> I hope you will take this and just know that I think about you daily and I think about you often and that um I still love you the same. <laughs> Even yeah, yeah, same here. I may not be reaching out as much and I think that's important to let your friends know like hey if if you need more communication or if you need them to be doing more just let them know because if they're your true friend they may get defensive at first because I feel like that's a human uh, response, but then they'll sit on it and they'll be like, you know what? You're right. So what's the toughest thing about friendships? Ooh, it just got interesting. Um, the toughest thing about friendships. That's a good one. You stumped me. I really should have looked at this sheet before, huh? Definitely, Um, y'all. Trying to go off the top. The toughest thing about relationship or friendships, I think, is just the growing up because it was so easy. You know, I lived with some of my best friends in college or we lived close enough to each other that we could just swing by the house or hang out every weekend or go grab dinner together. Um and, now and like, like I was saying previously, now we're married or have kids or are working a lot, you know, like cities all, different cities, all of these things. So I can't see them as often. So I think that's the hardest part is not being able to see my friends as much as I would want to, but also us growing up and going in at different paces and in different directions. Mm. Right. Because mm. I still love all of my friends just the same. Um, we're, there's just, 
you're going to be at different happen. places yeah, different, at different yeah. times. Life moves differently for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel you. I, I think that is tough. And especially when it becomes like you're different states away and mm-hmm. it's, it's you really have to put in an effort to like, we may or may not only see you twice a year now. You right. know, like in that two times, you got to make count like because it ain't going to be a lot. Um, so shout out to like, I think COVID put everything in perspective for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And it it made strong bonds because we were in the thick of it, you know, into the thick of it. We were <laughs> we were in the thick of it for, you know, together, right? So mm-hmm. my favorite moment of last year <clears throat> was honestly when everybody in the world was doing, you know, it was like on like a two-week lockdown. And some people were longer. But for like, there was like a period there for like a week where everybody was pretty much doing the same thing, which was like mm-hmm. we were stuck inside. Unfortunately for those who were sick, they were stuck inside hospitals or other places and may they rest in peace. Um, but I think it did really strengthen the bond between other humans. And like, we just made stuff work that was because we wanted to see each other. So we started right. like a, remember we did like a zoom game nights and yeah, um, zoom, we would do that every zoom week. With each other. Yeah. And we would have like, we were doing brunches. We started brunch out of that. Um, and now mm-hmm. we have this amazing, uh, you know, brunch crew. They were already friends, but they're even much so they're like family now. Uh, and we'll continue that, and even though we're in different states, so we're it, the toughest thing is just like making stuff work. You know, like mm-hmm. it's it's you, you got, it's work, and if you want to grow right. it, you're gonna have to put in the work and know the com. The, here's the other tough thing, and we'll transition. For me, it's the unwritten rules. Okay. Right. Of can you go a certain amount of time without talking to somebody? Are you still friends? What is like? something that's going to break trust, but maybe it's not actually breaking trust. Like, you know what I mean? So people mm-hmm. love to say stuff like love is love and you can't choose who you love and you're supposed to love everybody else. But my question is this, is it okay to share sexual partners as long as they weren't in a relationship? Or do you have to get permission? Like what's the, can you get in a relationship with somebody else that like was your friend's partner? You see what I'm saying? It's the unwritten rule, so I'm asking you. Let's play this game. Let's talk about the, I guess you can say, um, friend code. <laughs> There's girl code, okay. guy code, or whatever. Let's talk, let's talk friend code. And I'm going to ask you that one first. Is it okay to share sexual partners as long as they weren't in a relationship? And if they were in a relationship, do you have to ask permission? What are your thoughts? Um... And stop bouncing your knee. <laughs> I think. Uh, okay, so. Let's talk about it, man. There's context here. It's, it's, it's There's deep. context. It's not black and white, I don't think. So I I think that if. So say it's me and I dated someone, right? And then mm-hmm. my friend wants to get with them or whatever. I definitely would want them to talk with me about it. I don't want to say ask for permission because I don't want to be the gatekeeper of who and who can't, you know, but I would like to have that conversation with my friend to say, this is why I would prefer that you didn't, or this is why it would be hurtful if you did, you know, if it is hurtful, if I don't have anything to give that person or if whatever, um, then I don't know. So, so I don't know. 
what do you what do you expect to come in that conversation? Let's say it is hurtful, but mm-hmm. they are like madly in love with this person. What happens? You know what I'm saying? Like that's why yeah. I, like I, I am so with the unwritten rules. I'm so on the fence about everything because yeah. I, I think that I would ex- I would I would have to tell that I would have to tell my friend it's hurtful, you know, and then I would have to make the decision on if y'all are still friends or not. If I could let that hurt go mm. and accept it. Because there's really two options. I either accept it or we're not friends anymore, right? Very much so true. That's the only two options. So then I need to decide, because I could put it off on that person to decide, you either choose me or you're choosing that person. Mm. You know? But that's not... That's an ultimatum, man. And some people say if you get friends, ultimatum, y'all not friends. Right. But also, the responsibility is not on that person. I mean, it could be, but for my own well-being and for my peace of mind, I'm the only one who can make the decision for me, right? Right. So then I need to decide, can I let that hurt go and accept what it is, or am I not friends with that person anymore? So it's so, so it's okay for Edie to date old girls. Uh, ex- I knew it. I knew that's why this got brought up. I told y'all we're into Desperate Housewives. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And literally, that's what I was thinking. That's um, one of the situations, uh, but I do think, but it's, it's one of the situations because I think it's something that's very common, right? Like right. let's just let's just break this down real quick. Let's break it down. If if somebody's in a friend group, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna use, I don't know, Superman and Lois Lane. They're together, but they friends with Bruce Wayne, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so they always spend time together. It's it's I think it's very normal and natural for somebody, especially if they're already physically attracted, because you're not gonna be you're not gonna be able to help who you physically attracted to, to garner even more attraction to somebody just given the amount of time they're around them. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So then let's say that attraction really turns into like some very special feelings and commitment. Now Batman can't have happiness because you you had the you had the person before. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel that. And you like know, Alicia uh, Keys, right? Like people are mad at Alicia Keys because she stole away uh, Swiss Beats. But like now they like madly in love as a, uh, apparently soulmates. You know, so. Well, I was going to say when I was in fourth grade, I had this teacher who told us the story about how her husband. So her best friend was dating her husband and she had a boyfriend. This is back before anyone was married so my teacher had a boyfriend her best friend had a boyfriend right Mm -hmm. they pretty much switched boyfriends and they both got married (laughs) so she married her best friend's boyfriend and her best friend married her boyfriend boom and be like that but like what's the i feel like there's a you know unwritten there that can bring a lot of stuff so maybe the consensus is just like just talk about it because you know it's gonna be an elephant in the room Yeah. And I feel like communication is the biggest thing. And that's with any relationship. And that's what I feel like everything boils down to is communication. Right. It's like, I mean, I love you, but also like, I'm really feeling this person. I wanted to Mm -hmm. like come to you first to talk about it. And yeah, because like, I don't know, like if it's me and you like, no, you can't. I'm gonna be like, "Mm, but I already am. Like, So what if you aren't friends with that person? 
What is you it just like a? Oh, say okay. It's not so, your friend, but, but you we know this, them. But, but we share the same sexual partner. Is it like kind of like Eskimo brother? You talking about? Yeah. That, so okay, well, like, so like, okay, in guy code, someone, that's okay. <laughs> like yeah, we, okay. We could hit the same person in guy code. You know what I'm saying? But like. Can I, if me and you friends, and I'm also friends with her or whatever, but like, well, or really it's more so like y'all weren't together. That was just mm-hmm. something you did. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if y'all were like together and y'all had some, some real static, okay, maybe that's something we got to talk about or whatever. Um, but I don't know. It's just, it's all weird, bro. Like, and, and all, really do you, I guess with, with the rules of courtesy, maybe, but like, do you actually owe the other person that? Right. I don't know, mm-hmm. man. It gets sticky. It gets sticky. All right, let's do another It one. does. Okay. Is it wrong for you to ditch your friends for your boo? <laughs> I feel like we all do at some point. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Especially now, is... in the new, Ooh, like the new we, dating stage. We all just lovey-dovey and you're uh-huh. like, I don't want to get away Inseparable. from you. I can't stop kissing you. I know. If you're active, sexually active, y'all have a lot of sex during this period. Okay, I'm talking about can't get your hands off each other. And then what I happens mean, every I, I time like, you be leaving your friend group and your friends be like, yeah. yo, what the hell? Yeah. I mean, that definitely happened to me when you and I first started dating. And I feel like it, it every, every person goes through it, you know? Like, um, I've had friends that I noticed that I was like, well, now I feel like I'm put on the back burner because you always want to do something with that person instead of me. And I had to check myself and be like, you know, I did it too. We all do it. And that, and, it. and I think that that's a part of maturing. And um, so for me, when I realized it and checked myself, that was a part of maturing and knowing that I've been in that situation and that it happens and that this doesn't mean our friendship is on the line, right? Right. But when I was the one doing it, my friends had to intervene and let me know, I feel like you are doing this and I don't appreciate it. Right. Cool. So- I'm going to work on it. Thank you for letting me know, you know? Right, you got a little little intervention, and I this think just goes little, back like, to different. communication with yes. like I I feel like if you can communicate with your friend, if your friend is the friend that you think that they are, you will be able to talk to them about anything. And if you're not able to talk to them about anything, then maybe your friendship isn't as solid as you think it is. Mm. And if you can talk to them about anything, you. They should be understanding and willing to make a change. You I f- don't agree? I feel you. I, no. I, well, I, to, on, okay. on one purpose, I don't. I think there's different layers, in, even in friendship. Okay. Because I think there's layers of trust, right? I think right. you trust some of your friends more than you trust other friends, which is like, yeah. I guess why people harp on the whole best friend thing, which is another mm-hmm. thing is like, should we focus too much on a best friend? But I think that there's levels of trust, right? I think mm-hmm. that there's some of my friends that I, I would tell some personal stuff to that I would mm-hmm. not tell other people. Um, yeah, that's that true. Thing, right. Um, but that's not to mean that I don't have trust in them and I don't believe them or um, they're not my, you know, my man 50 grand. I will probably go mm-hmm. all out for them. But to backtrack on uh, talking about at the beginning and in those stages, I think if you're aware of it, you're able to make it a point not to do it. So I think right. you remember at the beginning of our relationship, what I was telling you, like, Hey, I'm not willing to put aside my friends mm-hmm. um, to just be with you. 
Like mm-hmm. you're going to be an addition to my life. Um, I love you and I want to be around you, but I also want to be around them because if we, you got to think about it this way. You love, when, whenever you met me and we were vibing and everything else and, and for everybody else, you got to remember there's a system that put them in your presence. Right. That made them happy, that made them available and ready and steady enough to give them selves to you. If you take them out of that system, you're getting a different person. For sure. That's how you got to think about it. It's like, I need, I still need this, this system because this Mm -hmm. is my ecosystem. And if you stay or go, they still going to be here. You know what I'm saying? So I still have to feed those relationships to be able to even feed into you. Because if I'm just with you, I might be a whole different person. Different person, right. And I think that that's something that's very important is um, losing yourself for the sake of somebody that you like, right? Mm, Or for the sake of somebody that you love. Um, Speak on that. It's important not to lose parts of yourself. So like you said that, I'm very thankful that I had friends to intervene and to check me. Of course, it hurt at the time, but I was able to say, okay, I'm getting too wrapped up in this. Let me take a step back and focus on what I have in front of me, right? Which was a boyfriend and friends, you know? Right. Because obviously I was somebody prior to you and I dating and I am still that same person. So we can't lose those aspects of ourselves. And that's when I think that that's when people lose friends, when they isolate themselves and it's just them and their partner. And if things don't work out, then who else do you have? You know? You, yeah. They're going to be like, you left us for him. Now you want to come back? Like, nah, cuz. You know? And right. that also means your friends might even harbor some resentment for your partner right. who they don't even know. You know right. I mean? For sure. So I think it's just, as you, again, as you mature and stuff, I just knew that in... That happened to me in high school, and my boys pretty much did the same thing. Like they yeah. like got me in the locker room and intervened. Like, hey, this is this is what's gonna happen. You going to lunch with us this day, or you're not our boy. Uh, and I like vowed from that day on, like I'm not giving up my friends. And then, yeah. and I even knew that, like in that moment, if I'm when I get married, it's gonna be it's gonna be with somebody who understands that I have a bubbly personality. I have a mm-hmm. lot of friends. Some of those friends who are female, and I'm going to have to, you know, make it present to bring you around them so that you can feel comfortable around them because that's right. a part of something I'm not losing. It's part of my right. ecosystem. It makes me me. And you get to enjoy that because of them as well. Right. Uh, yeah. And that's like, I think that that's super important to have friends that hold you accountable or as a friend yeah. holding so shout out to your, your friends, friends accountable. Yeah. Shout out to them. Shout out to y'all. Because um, yeah, it's not easy petty. to do as a friend. Listen, Corn's petty ass didn't even tell me. He just blocked me on everything, and I was like, "What the? <laughs> <laughs> He's so petty." Hey, that's all right. You know, you, hey, he did what he needed to do, get your attention, and he got we laugh it. About and, it now. Yeah, y'all made yeah. you made changes. Y'all made changes or whatever, and <laughs> y'all good friends uh, still. So yeah, and I think that it's important to um, continue to grow those friendships too. So like you were saying, um, still hanging out with your friends and all of that. So I still go on, you know, girls trips with my friends, and do what else you finna do right now? Do stuff <laughs> without husbands, you know? All right. So let me ask you a question. Hmm. Since we talked about it earlier a little bit, let's talk about secrets. Okay. Do we share in friendships? Do we share them or do we not share them? 
Do we share secrets? Yes. With Your each other? Your friend tells you a secret. Do you share oh, okay. it with I was like, explain. Friend? Yes. Do you share it with another friend? Sharing secrets, I guess you can say. Because if you're a friend, you're probably mm-hmm. going to tell a secret or you're, somebody's going to tell you a secret. Mm-hmm. What do you do with that information? Sit on it. <laughs> do you? <laughs> I, I do. It, it, and this may be... And I know people say this, and I'm the same way. Corey will probably know. <laughs> unless, she can't hold water. She can't hold un- water. No, well, <laughs> unless somebody tells me straight up, don't tell anyone, not even Corey, I'm going to hold it. Right? But... If you don't tell her that... Huh? Yeah, if you don't tell me that... Corey finding I, out because I gotta tell I somebody. I'll I hold know. it. I'll hold it from other people, but Corey's a good secret keeper. So if I tell Corey, that's where the bug stops. Yeah, I don't. Um, no, I don't, but I, I also as I've gotten older, I have held secrets better, and I don't feel like I don't feel like my friends have that many secrets that we don't share with each other. You know. Mm, okay, I feel that. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. It might also be something that's like cultural as well. I don't know. I just grew up in a household of like, mind your business. It ain't your business to tell, that kind of right. stuff. So like, if you confide in me, especially with my counseling background uh, and coming to somebody who is very, there's nothing better than having somebody who is uh, confidential. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes you have to get something off your chest, but you don't like, right. you got to have somebody to trust to do it. And by all You're means, a please. Friend like, and a confidant. By all means, please go see a therapist. Like yeah. they are, they are bound by law that they yeah. cannot speak on it. So for me, you know, I might slip up or something, but for the most part, I keep it on lock. Like if you, especially yeah. if you tell me, don't tell nobody. Katie ain't knowing. I don't be mm-hmm. telling Katie. Shoot, we talk about Matt getting married. <laughs> she, I'm still got, salty about that. My Corey's brother, got, brother married, got married and, and he didn't uh, he even told tell me, me don't tell nobody he literally said don't tell nobody so I was like alright I ain't gonna tell nobody that's my brother business to share when he wanna share he'll share so like that's yeah. how I am and not that I don't love Katie Katie I love Katie she's my best friend I would tell you uh, but I'm also not in the business of sharing other people's information right uh, I, I've gotten much better about that with age because now I'm like if somebody tells me something out of confidence and me not saying anything then i am very much so that's not my right that's not my story to tell i think sometimes you have to gauge it too because like not everybody's gonna have the wherewithal of just being able to say hey you cannot tell anybody this right that's true that's true Uh, some people come to you and they the reason why they came to you is because they in their head thought okay i can trust this person that they're probably not gonna say nothing now to get this off my chest right so they Mm -hmm. came to you in confidence Right. And I think the the more explosive thing about secrets is that when you when you reveal that you're giving a piece of yourself up that can be used as ammo mm-hmm. later on. Against you see what I'm you. saying? Yeah. Against mm-hmm. you. So it's hard to give up. And sometimes here's what I like to do: if you're witty about or not witty, if you're a little bit uh, curious about your friend circle, leak some some slight secret, like a slight secret that doesn't really matter that much to you. Mm-hmm. And leak it to a specific person. If it comes back around, you know who's talking. Right. And then you just know who you're talking. But I talk think to. if you know your friends, you probably already know who is going to tell. Right, right, right. I'm talking about like, like I in have the some friends that I'm not telling them anything I don't want everybody else to know because I know that they can't hold water. 
And that's mm. nothing against them. They just can't keep secrets. That's <laughs> how I feel about Katie, y'all. <laughs> I be telling Katie something. And then I be like, huh? Like what whatever? The, what you talking about? How they know? Whatever. Y'all be like, girl, what you doing? That was my information. I didn't want people to know that I got eight toes. What's going on? Uh, no, I'm just joking. I do not have eight toes. Uh, <laughs> but I be thinking about that. But she ain't never did me like that. Um, that didn't something that didn't involve her. Now that's another thing when it comes I was about to, to say. Like, if it's my story to tell too, then I'm letting it right. go too. Right. But that's another thing that. I, so here's the here's the battle, right? If it's something that involves me, but it also is connected to you, I hold that shit. Mm-hmm. I hold that. As much as I would like to let it go, I, I'm not the only person involved in it. So I don't know what the play is in it for you because it could be damaging for you, right? Right. So I hold that. And I think that a lot of people don't do that. They're just like, oh, right. I'm a part of it too, so I'm going to share that side of me. I'm not thinking this could be damaging to the other person should you let this go, right? Right. Um. So... I. But that's just talk to your partner and your friends about how that is. And another thing, this is my mom grew me up on this. So if you are friends, um, please take this to heart. This quote, teach people how to treat you. Mm-hmm. So if you are ever in that situation and somebody leaked your info and maybe they did so with no nefarious meaning, pull them to the side and be like, I don't appreciate that. I yeah. know you didn't do that in a mean way. And I love you to death. I don't appreciate that. Do not do that again. Right. Let them teach them how to treat you. People do and not know like how to treat you. And I feel like you should be able to say those things to your friends. Yes. Like that's, that's just Without it. Without like there being be any bad say, blood. Exactly. And y'all going to be like, when we say, when you criticizing and talking to your friends, like, it ain't going to be without some sort of contention. Like, y'all going to have right. feelings. You humans. Like, you have feelings. So you can be upset while you're saying it, but just know that like, when you come back and like, it's all good. Like, for me, it's like new day, new attitude. If I love you, mm-hmm. bro, we go, we hash it out. We're going to hash it out. And then at the end, we're going to be like, all right, it's all good. Like, I don't think there's mm-hmm. like one friend that I haven't had like at least some, some little of, contention, right. some sort of little tiff with, and at the end of it, it's like, bro, we still, I'm tripping. Sometimes I'm tripping. Yeah. Sometimes you tripping. Sometimes we both tripping. Same. And now we back at it. We, we and bigger I feel like all, if you're friends with someone for a long time, you're going to go through something with them. Yes. Yes. And if you like, don't, then like. Y'all not that weird. close. Yeah. Y'all not that close. Right. Right. Um, when you start to share and stuff or it, even it could be little stuff. It can be your friend starts to travel and it be um, other stuff that happened. Like, here's a perfect situation. Perfect situation. Uh, Devontae, I hope you don't matter. Like, I hope you don't mind that I'm speaking about this. Sharing secrets. No, no, this isn't a secret. Like, we, this is amongst the boys and we was talking about this or whatever. Um, Like, Devontae traveled a lot, right? So, I'm like, Mm -hmm. dang, like, next time hit me up. Well, in Devontae head, he's like, oh, we, like, I've been hitting you up. He's like, you don't come. Like, you do all this other stuff or whatever. So, I can't hold that against Devontae. Like, he got a history of seeing me not being able to go to something. Right. But then on the other side, I'm like, damn. Like I like I wanted to be there with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like I wanted to be that. I wanted that to happen for me too. So he like, all right, bet. Like, and in the moment, it was me being hurt about like, no, I don't do that. But I can see where he coming from. Like, no, I, like I, when I invite y'all in the past, like it's not like you just said you're gonna come. So right. he was like, bet, I feel you, bro. I'm gonna let you know how I feel. That's why it's real. I'm gonna let you know this is how I feel about it. But next time I'll invite you, I'll let you know. Like it's not like a big thing. Like I said, like I don't like you, you can't come. No, it's not that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. The reason why I invited this person and didn't invite you is because normally when I invite you, you don't say nothing. And right. we knew he was going here and you got this and you got that. And so you just got to come to a, 
you got to come to a straightening before you get to understand and shout out to the amigos. You got to come mm-hmm. to an understanding. You got your friends. Like, that's my boy. We, he going to always be my boy. And I understand that on some trips, like, I'm, it ain't going to be me. It's not about me. It's about right. he got friends, too, that he got to uh, grow those relationships. And I'm going to do okay, the same. Yeah. So. so that's a good point, too. Um, how do you handle being, like, protective over your friends? Like, your friends having other friends and... I re I literally have to self talk to myself like I I am not that person's only friend, right? Because I think it's normal for us to, at least for me, like initially be jealous, like you're yes. hanging out with yes. this person, but I haven't seen you in two months, or you know things like that, or oh, you seem like you're closer to this friend than you are me, and I thought our friendship was this, whatever. Um, it's. I feel like it's normal and it may not be normal. Maybe I'm just a jealous type, but to feel that and have to, like you said, self-talk and remind yourself like, bro, you are not the only person in this person's life. Right. No, not even a <laughs> And bit. that he person got... is probably going to get married at some point and become closer to somebody else than to you somebody anyways. Else is too. Right. So there's going to be like, everybody has their different circles, right? Like mm-hmm. for, for, I can just point out mine already. I got like my college circle of my age friends, right? With mm-hmm. like the Ian's and the Jordans of the world. Right. Then I have like my other circle, like the CJs and Luises and Devontes and people like that, right? right? Then I have our OG group, like from OK State, right? Like, you know, the, in mm-hmm. the brunch crew. So everybody has different circles that they roll in, and each circle has their own different vibe and feel. And mm-hmm. so you're going to have to cater to all of those things. So that's what I do is to continually tell myself, I'm not this person's only friend and they got to continue to cater to their relationships. And they have friends before I even got in there. So it's a blessing for me to be able to, if you invite me into your other friend group, like that's a, I'm nice with that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then I typically go, if I feel a certain way, I will extend the offer for you to come over. Because really what I'm saying to myself is like, I miss like our friendship and I miss us being together. Mm-hmm. And instead of me like complaining and moaning about like, oh, you didn't invite me. Okay, fuck it. I'm going to start something and I'm going to invite you to come over. You know what I'm saying? Or I'm going to invite right. you out uh, and we do that. So that's how I deal with it now as a more mature person at the beginning. I feel like, or when I was younger, I was just like, dang, like y'all, that's some host shit. Y'all not going to do this. Y'all not going <laughs> to invite me here. How come you, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, that, that's how I was thinking I was young. Now I don't. Like I'm like, I recognize because I have different circles of friends too. And you have right. different circles of friends. and. Everybody got to maintain their friendships. Right. And I feel like that's going to change a lot too as we get into different careers and are forming friends with coworkers or having children and not having that many friends or having friends who are parents, you know, like people that can relate to different areas of our lives. And so... I don't know. Growing up is weird, man. And friendships are one of the things that, that take a toll uh, with age. So I think that it's important to grow with definitely your, and grow your friendships uh, with your age. Shout out to all my friends. Uh, and y'all know who you are. So, uh, I'll, yeah, I'll, I feel like you and I are lucky to have, we both so have lucky. a pretty good, solid group, group of friends, like solid mm-hmm. group of friends who, I rock with y'all, y'all rock with me, and we gonna be there until we old and gray. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a, I can't imagine life without y'all, <laughs> and y'all know that. And I would hope that y'all feel the same way, but it doesn't matter because the love that I'm gonna show y'all is because I love y'all, so I'm gonna do that. Um, but here's another question, another juicy question. Let me ask you a question. Mm. <laughs> this juicy, this juicy. 
No, no. You got, you, I need to be the one got, asking uh, the questions. If you got two friends and they cheating, do you mind your business or their business? <laughs> <laughs> if you know they cheating. Oh, I'll put it like this. Not even if they're two friends. You out. Let's say you go to Vegas with your girls. Yeah, you know your girl booed up. And, and your one of your girls is out here doing your thing, doing their thing with somebody else. What do you do? Um, that's tough. My loyalty lies in my friend. So <laughs> you gonna be like, that's the issue. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would I would tell him what I thought and be like, wow. Not the best move on your part, but mm. I'm going to keep it moving because that's not for me to deal with. Mm, 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 mm. Ooh, that's that's tough. That's tough. I know. Hey. That is tough. Hey, but I feel you. I'm probably going to do the same. I'm going to hit my friend. I'm like, bro, you, you ain't going to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me and my wife, we, or me and my girl, we got to understand it. I bet. I'm going to leave it at that. But here's what I will say. Here's, what make, here's something to me. Here's how I'm thinking. If my lady... Was her friend caught her cheating? I'm saying my lady, even though I know I'm talking about you. Mm-hmm. Her friend caught her cheating, and her friend hit me up like, "Oh, I just want to let you know you're such a sweet guy." And Katie did this. I'm be like, "Your friend lurking." That's how I'm thinking. Okay, I okay. Your friend lurking. You think so? It's That's how you waters. would feel. That's how I would feel, and it might be like misogynistic. It may be, it may be very much so based. Like you're thinking that my friend's telling you because they want to get with you, mm-hmm. or, or they want to break up a happy home, or something. They want to test the muddy waters. Okay. They want to test the muddy waters. Do you know? I because why wouldn't they just address it with you? Like I've never understood though. Right. You tell him or you tell her. I will thing. Right. Like what you know? What I'm saying what they gonna well, do for you? I'm definitely gonna. Bring it up with my friend if that were to right. happen. I'm gonna talk to my friend. I ain't talking to the other person. I ain't be like, hey man. Cause that's what I feel like some dudes would do. That's some simp stuff. <laughs> I, I'm a simp for you. But like Well, this just goes back to uh Desperate Housewives. <laughs> definitely, right? Yeah. It goes back to Desperate Housewives. This whole episode is actually based on that surprise. Mm, um mm, mm, mm. but because her friends knew, right? True, true, true. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. I, I just, but they weren't what y'all friends. Let me let they us know what y'all friends thinking with is. her husband. What if you're friends with both of them? Now, so okay, that's the that's question. Tough. So, so the question is, if you're friends with both people and they cheating with each other, that's what you're saying, hmm? right? With each other, on each yeah, other, like. No, no, no. Oh, so you knew both of them are cheating with somebody else, or are you saying that like? No, no. Okay, so here, say I'm friends with, with the couple, and one of them steps out. Right, like how we would be right now with a lot of our friends. Right. We know both of, but see, there's that's what I'm trying to say. There is like your friends are more so your friends than they are my friends, but they're very fond of me. I would like to think that they're fond of me. Correct. Hmm. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? But like at the end of the day, are they, if me and you separated, would we still have a relationship? Me right. and your friends? You see right. what I'm saying? That's what I'm trying to get at. What I'm trying to get at is if I feel like if one of your friends hit me up, my first thought would be like, what you trying to do? Right. 
You know what I'm saying? Is this about to turn into some uh, revenge porn? Like, what's what is going on right <laughs> here? Like, what is this is the storyline? What's going on? Yeah, I feel but like- I don't know. Maybe I just never understood that. Like, that's not my business to tell. That's mm-hmm. your household stuff. I don't know, but y'all let us know what is what's the what is the um what's the policy, man? As as they say, and and it's always sunny. What are the rules? <laughs> what are the rules? If you know your friend is cheating, what you doing? Is you snitching? Yeah. Is you holding your tongue? Mm-hmm. Or you, is you gonna keep it moving? That's what none you of doing? my business. That's none, That's of, my none business. of my business. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have any questions? Do you want to ask a question? You said I've been asking uh, questions. Do you want to ask questions? I don't. I don't have any questions. All right. I think my last one is... We had good is, conversation. We did have a good conversation. I got one more question, I think. Okay. I think, I think, I think. How do you feel about the emphasis on like the term best friend? Best, I guess you can say. So I know I've heard a lot of people say, well, there can only be one best, right? Um, I think I have a group of best friends. Mm. And I think because I I don't think I have one best friend, right? Right. I have a group of best friends. And in that... It's kind of hard. So I feel like it's tiered. Like I have acquaintances, then I have friends, and then I have my best friends. Um, and I feel like with my best friends, those are the people that I know that I can count on for anything. Okay. 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 Because I, I know actually... some people who who call the people that they can count on for anything their friends, and everybody else is just an acquaintance. Whereas. That's me. Right. Okay. I don't. I don't really like, so, like the term best friend. Let's put you on the spot. Who's your best friend? I don't have a best friend. You're supposed to say me. I don't have a best friend. You're not. You're my Dang. wife. You're my wife. Okay. My, I can't my, be both. You're my real. I can't be all of the you're above. The, the love of my life. No, you can. Be all of the above. I'm just saying. But when I'm it comes not. To, Dang. No, 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 no. See, look how she's doing the job. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. This is this is a marriage one on one. What I'm saying is that the the emphasis on best. Okay. For the most part, is is if 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 I had to make a choice of who is my best friend, of mm-hmm. course it would be you. I'm the most intimate with you. I spend my most time with you. You know mm-hmm. my deepest and darkest secrets and you see me at my lowest. Mm-hmm. There's there's not going to be even close to a comp- uh, competition. I just think that every relationship is so different and offers something different to you. So it's, to say that somebody is like your best friend puts almost everybody on the same playing field. Does that make sense? Right. So I don't like the whole... I don't think it needs to be. That's what I'm saying. That's Not even necessarily that I don't like it or not. I don't know. Maybe I'm indifferent on it, but I don't think there needs to be a distinguishment between the level sh- uh, the level of your friendship. Right. Like, you are my friend. What you bring to the table is different than anybody else, which is why you are my friend. We That's might a good share, point. As a group, we might share things in common, and you and I might share things in common. But the relationship I have with every single one of my friends is very different. Yeah, I was going to say that. That's a good point that you made. Um, but I was going to say also, yeah, every relationship is different. So whereas my best friend group 
right, which would probably be my bridesmaids, the people that I had as my bridesmaids, I consider those people my best friends. Um, All of those relationships are so different. Right. I, so. Like, if, for me, they're just, I, like, the people, my, my groomsmen, those are relationships that are more intimate. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, you know, I've, I've, I've shared a, a lot more time and resources and, and, um, and more of myself with them probably than a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. And, um, and some of that may even also be like recency bias. Cause like I got best friends from first grade. Shout out to my boy Vansel. I mean, we, we grew up together, so we spent a lot of time mm-hmm. and years together. Um, you know, and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, mm, one of my at favorite the end phrases, of the day. at the end of the day, grow and have your relationships grow and work on mm-hmm. them. Like that's my only advice. Work on them, put, put time in them, put effort into them. They don't have to be cookie cutter. They don't have to be what the internet tells you. They don't have to be what you see on TV. Absolutely. You can have a friendship that you barely talk to these people but you care for them and you know that in in a pinch you got them and they got you. Right. And that's okay. And it could be you have other friends who you talk to every single day. Right. And that's okay. Just make sure that you're uh you're watering that well and they'll pour back into you too. Don't give up too yeah. much of yourself. Water and your it'll flowers. all work out. And watch them shows and base your life off of those TV shows. I'm just <laughs> I told Katie I do like try to live my life as like a sitcom. And that's why I like sometimes my jokes don't be hit, hit because I'm like I'm the only one in my own TV show, you know? So I'll say something uh-huh. like really corny or do something corny and expect for you to act the way that they would act on a TV show. And you're like, no. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, <laughs> why would you say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it yeah, escalates like, the situation. <laughs> and I'm like, dang, like, goodness gracious. I thought I was trying to be cool, you know? Like, no audience applause. Yeah, they did. They hold the they held the little thing down. You know what it tells you when to clap and stuff. They didn't have it up. So mm-hmm. anyway, um, thank y'all for staying with us for this entire episode. If you if this is an opportunity for you to reach out to your friends, reach out to your friends. And I'm not talking about the ones that you traumatically ended a relationship with. Okay, do not open right. that that wound up. <laughs> if that if that branch is broken off and that's gone, leave that alone. Ooh, do that's a whole other story. <laughs> a whole other topic. That's a whole we'll other podcast. And I think we'll talk about it when we talk about relationships. So, um, but yeah, leave that alone. But if you have listened to this, like, man, maybe I want to like, just reach out, just reach out. That's our challenge. Just reach out to like one friend who you probably haven't reached out in a long time. Let them know you're thinking about also, them or whatever else. This is something that I've been trying to challenge myself with is when you think of someone, reach out to them. Reach out to them. They're on your mind for a reason. Yes. So reach out to them, let them know you're thinking of them. I try to do that, um, you know, more and, and more. And just, it, it could be somebody that I was friends with in college that I don't really talk to anymore. If I think about them and they're heavy on my mind, I'm going to reach out and be like, hey, just been thinking about you. How's it been going? Yada, yada. And make sure you are ready to engage in that conversation. Because if right. you say, how's it going? And they go into a soliloquy about how they are hurting or whatever else, you need to be there Don't for that conversation. Do not leave them. So reach out, but be genuine about that that connection. Uh, but stay connected, man. Like life mm-hmm. is short, and the last time that you want to speak to somebody or speak about somebody is not going to like you're not going to want to do it at a funeral. So while right. they're still here and breathing, give people their flowers. Talk to your friends. Grow those relationships, uh, and be very appreciative if you have a circle of people who are there supporting you. Because there's some people who do not. Uh, and with that being Absolutely. said, 
uh, that being said, speaking of friends, friends give each other things, right? Selflessly <laughs> give give away things. And in our time of giving, if you would like to give to your friends or Press Next Podcast, you can do so on Cash App or the Venmo, most. Press Next <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> if you want to send us uh, or give and water our well and give us some, some coin and some money, uh, drop a dollar, five, ten, a hundred, whatever you want to drop. Uh, and just send us some love too please do that we're self-funded we like to we're trying to grow uh so that we can make this an experience and not just a podcast but something you can stay connected to and like as much as we like our friend shows uh so please do that press next podcast on venmo and on uh cash app and while you are at it and you're on your phone doing that go ahead and slide by the little apple podcast drop a, a review you know, five star mm-hmm, rating. Mm-hmm. Do that, please. Push us a up rate the charts. And review and subscribe. Please push us up the charts. And shout out to everybody who listens from different countries and everything else. Let us know where you're from so we can shout you out. You feel me, Katie, baby? You know All right. Yes. When you're watching your favorite friends show, and I ask, are you still watching? Obviously, you're gonna press next. Indeed. Bye, we'll y'all. See y'all next week. Love y'all.